Crisscross was the shit, man. I was a fan. I had it on tape. Everybody had Crisscross on tape. That's how Jermaine Dupree made his whole shit. I like taped he, it off the radio, probably. Did you? I used to do that shit. Know. Remember, you used to put like little pieces of paper or tape over re- like regular tapes to record over them. Like that was the way to like uh, record over like a, a tape that you found. Oh, like the the little tab. Yeah, Maybe like you, an actual. Yeah, I never. I just bought blank tapes because you were but, rich. Yeah, I was rich. Yeah, but we couldn't get blank tapes. Like I was like, wait, it costs would, more to buy someone's actual. No, album. because like you couldn't get tapes, dog. Like I wasn't. There wasn't like a Radio Shack in my hood and shit. Like you had to go like to a store store. Wait and, like, a minute, we, they didn't sell. Wait, they, like maybe at the. Tapes. Nah, man, we had like corner stores. We didn't have like Seven Elevens. You couldn't shit. find blank tapes. It would like I would have to go to in a car, go to a store. So you got to remember, I'm from the hood. So I would just I had to walk everywhere. If it's not within a couple of blocks for me, then I just can't have it until like mom's goes. So you like, would have to find like some old album, like some yeah, album I would find like an old tape. Yeah, it'd be like, like my oh, mom, what is this air supply? Fuck that! And then you would put tape over. That's the how pad. you get your ass whooped because your mom be like suavemente, and it'd be like my mom is playing tricks on me, and she'd be like, what the fuck? So you never had because that was the thing. You go to like uh, CVS or one of those types of stores. And they would have like all these different types of tapes. They'd have like the yeah, that's how I would find Max out Maxell and then the Maxell Metal and then the TDK. Nah, we the, didn't get that shit, dog. We recording tapes. over like the whispers or some shit. Like you gotta be like we getting old tapes that nobody used, and then you putting some tape or some toilet paper into yeah. the tab holes, and then that's how you record. Because I used to record all the songs off the radio and shit, and that's how I would like listen to like the like the Quiet Storm or the Hot. And you like, would tape it. And I would just tape radio. it and record. Or you call in and you try to get on the radio and then you would record yourself like, yo, this is dumb. And I want to send out uh, to my girl Marisol, uh, you are not you alone by Michael Jackson. Please tell me you still have some of those. No, nah, I, I don't, man. I don't. I know you do. You, you did are that. not alone. Hey, girl. I am here. Y'all remember when that shit was like number one on the chart for like seven weeks. You was this shit if you got on Power 99 FM and you was like, yo, I want to send out You Are Not Alone by Michael Jackson to my girl. Hey, this is Dom. <laughs> this is Dom in Camden. Just want to send out a special shout out. <laughs> What's the girl's name? Marisol? Yeah. My, my girl Marisol. <laughs> this is for you. Well, no. yeah. That's think, how I uh, found a lot of music, though, because when we was jamming in the in the pre-chat before the live show, if you want to get in 830, we turned it on. You can ask the homies in there. Matter of fact, homie, shout out. Jay Mills is in the chat once again. The homie OG Keith Blair is in the chat. We got Raphael Harry in the chat. My man felt five is in the chat. And we got Miss Loud, Miss Gaptooth, Kareem Taylor, my homie in the chat. Unmuted. We reason why we keeping her muted and not putting her on the screen is because Fell Five and Raphael and them just start losing their minds and shit and trying to bid on her. You know how Nigerians get and shit. You just yeah. And I thought we were gonna we were gonna like match her up with Randolph's brother anyway. Oh, Mark. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she said um, that never happened. Well, we'll see. Happened. We'll find out. Hey, the night is young. It's still early. Put them titties in the chat. No. You know what people don't realize in this day and age? Today's kids, no one realizes how much high-speed dubbing changed the world. 
Did you have that? Did you have the dual tape deck, high speed? Dummy? Nah, man. Like we didn't have that shit. Like my dad had like a setup. So like that's how I would like I was saying in the chat in the live show before, like when we were listening to music, like I listened to a lot of shit is like in my wheelhouse because I would listen to my parents shit like they they were still getting like records and tapes and shit. And remember, right. we're only 15 years uh, different. So uh, and this is like nine, this is like the mid 90s now. Like the late 80s. Like I like music from an early age. Okay. Like I had like a little Fisher Price like record player. So you could take 33s. Like my dad had tons of my dad had like music was our shit. Like that was their thing. They weren't big on TV and shit like that. But uh music and shit was our shit. So I would like record, like I listened to like their tapes. So before I record on it. I knew like all of my parents' favorite songs and shit. So I make sure that I wouldn't record over something that they were like play all the fucking time. You know what I'm saying? Like I would never record over like my dad's uh what's what's the homie that passed away? Uh that sings uh a lovely day. Oh, what the fuck's that guy's name? Bill Withers. Like Bill yeah, yeah, Withers yeah. was big in my house. That's my dad's like that's my dad and mom's like anniversary song and shit. You know what I mean? That's my shit. That song makes me very happy. When, and I also was conceived to that song because that song came out in December of 1977 and I was born in September of 1978. So you're pretty sure they were listening to that one? I'm pretty sure. Whenever and the world's down. all right with me. <gasps> like, yeah, I think that happened. <laughs> so you never had the joy of because before high speed dubbing, you had to do a regular speed dub. Someone would give you their tape to borrow. You had the dual cassette tape, the cassette deck. Yeah, that's you had to later push play on. on shit. One mm-hmm. record on the other and sit there for an hour, flip it halfway. Never through. did it. Never but did it, homie. High speed dubbing, ten minutes. The whole thing would just it would go super fast, and you would, never did. So it. I would go to the store with my friends, and like we would each buy a different tape, and we would just let each other borrow our tapes and dub them. So we would all get like you know, three or four new tapes rather than one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Unless you was a DJ or you really in the music, like you wasn't having dual cassette deck in the, in the hood. Like everybody was recording like the hot nine at nine or some shit like that. The hot eight at eight. Number nine. Yeah. Like you got to hear that little yeah. thing. Yeah. Number seven is ill and I'll scratch. And you just be like, Oh shit. Like number every- six. <laughs> like that's the shit. But also that's how I found like really good music and shit. Because, you know, like one of my favorite songs all time is like uh, More Than Words by Extreme. And I one like your favorites. That, that's one of my favorite dog. That are you about to say some disrespectful shit about that song? No, but when you said the way you said it made me think that your son was conceived to that song. No, man, okay. it's just a good song. Like I, I felt it. Such I felt, a great acoustic song. Yes, it is. It's a good song. They play that song on The Office. It's a fucking banger song. Saying I love you. I mean, this version is not so good. Shut up. <laughs> so, okay, so that song though, by Extreme, was one of your favorite songs. More than you taped it off the radio. Yeah. No, I remember my dad got had a single of it. Your dad liked it. Okay. Yeah, he had a single of that shit, and that's how I found it. And I started listening to it, and like I, I would keep that single and shit. Did it? Did it have like a B side also, like another song, or did you even check? No, no. Uh, I think yeah, it did have a B side. I think you're right. 
Wholehearted, said Keith. That was their other single at the time. Wholehearted? I never heard that song. H-O-L-E, Wholehearted. I only know Wholehearted Snake by Paul Abdul. That's Coldhearted. Yeah, that's Coldhearted. Coldhearted. You You came in real hot. You thought you had that shit. Yeah, Wholehearted. Extreme had like uh, a little run on their first album. Two or three hits. But more than words was their monster hit. Why you got to be disrespectful and say they had a little run? Because then the the lead singer they got they fought each other. You know they didn't get along. The guitarist and the singer. The oh, so they had more than words with each other. Had, <laughs> I don't know if they had more than words, but the uh, lead singer Gary Sharon went became the Van Halen lead singer. That that was a disaster. And Extreme never got back together. The guitarist Nuno Betancourt still has his own projects and he tours. He's like an incredible guitar player. It's a beautiful motherfucker, too. Yeah, he's aged well. They had all that long hair. I think he still has it. I think that song uh, is the shit. You know what? Cassettes were a game changer for a lot. And I can remember cassettes like being because I didn't get a lot of them. I didn't have a lot of dough. You know what I mean? So we record our shit like off the radio. Or if like I grab like a, a tape from like my uncle and shit like. You know what I mean? That's how like New Jack City was a tape that I had. And I remember, okay. remember, I told you, like, we used to listen to two on the on the bus. The yeah, whole... but you never dubbed it, though. You, you, you no, didn't make your own copy. Okay. No, because it was my New Jack City tape and I would take it on the bus. And my bus driver's name was Miss Candy. And Miss Candy would just let us listen to uh, song, just whatever the fuck on the bus. Did you ever play LL Cool J's Candy for her? No. Oh. <laughs> She threw me off the bus one time because I, I remember I made a song up to, um, oh, I want to sex you up. And she used to let us listen to like the craziest shit. And then one day I made a song like I want to hump your butt. And she was like, you say that shit again and I'm going to put you. Up. She had higher standards than that. You know, she's not a song parody comedian fan. I want to hump your butt. You get a last comic standing with that. Yeah, I could have. I was a legend in my time. <laughs> Just learned to play guitar. <laughs> see what yeah. you could be doing if you play guitar you could be going on stage with a guitar and doing little oh, acoustic dude. numbers i lose my shit up. i don't want to go on stage with a guitar that's <laughs> so be a, trash be a guitar comic do song pairs no i can't I, much props to song comics but i, I can't do it i want to hump your butt i mean that's i want to hump your butt that's your closer right there all night it makes me feel good <laughs> She did not like that shit, but she let me listen to. It. I got my back against the wall, and my dick is in the dust. And yeah, was, we talked about that one. That's when Two Live Crew tried to have a song with like a social conscience, but they still had to make it about dicks. It was on New Jack City, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. I think it was the last song on that soundtrack. Yeah, New Jack, New Jack, New Jack, hustler, hustler. How do we get dicks into this one, guys? Yeah, it's about the crack epidemic. How do we get make it about dicks? We were talking about crack because we was listening to Dennis Edwards. Don't look any further in the chat when we was jamming. Okay. And then Kareem said he was on crack during when he made that song. Yeah, because he got the crack jaw. He like chewing and shit. Like, also, I think that's what the song was about. He lost his crack and he was just telling people, like, don't look any further. Drop what the fuck you doing. I can't find my crack. Help me find. Don't look any further. Damn. The day of Jambelu, that was the pot. Ayo, ayo, did you see my crack bio? 
don't look any further. That's a good ass song, though. He that was on droopy, crack and made that song. Then that you get props. Thing, that kind of lips just kind of hanging. Yeah. Also, yeah. motherfucker shreds on the guitar in that background on that song. Does he? Yeah. There's a lot of guitar in there. What was the other song we were talking about? Had a lot of unexpected guitar in the background. It was a lot really of those kicking. 80s songs had that. They had like a guitar solo. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Did you see my crack bio? <laughs> Don't look any further. Yeah, but that's how I would listen to shit. Like we, and you know, it was another tape. This will be up your alley. I don't know if you like them, but I remember it was the eighth grade, right? And I was going to this Catholic school, Transfiguration, right? My parents put us in Catholic school. Transfiguration? Yeah. There was, I guess we were supposed to change in the eyes of God or some shit. It never happened for me. I remember too in that school, I used to cuss so bad that I made one of the ladies say she was going to stick the bell down my throat. One of the, the nuns? Yeah. Because <laughs> we used to play, you know, I, I was talking shit from an early age, and I think I just dropped like 17 F-bombs in like a break, and this lady just looked at me like she didn't know that you could just say, like the words that I said could come out of my mouth. <laughs> and you were what, 13? I was not. Nah, remember, I'm a little bit ahead, so I was like 11. Okay. So... <laughs> Yeah. That's still that's a little young to be dropping all kinds of f bombs. I was a cursing some bitch when my parents weren't around. I I cursed from an early age because they would curse, and then they'd be like, "I know you're not cursing," but like, "Bitch, you curse! Stop!" Well, I mean, they're only 15 years older than you, so yeah, like I, you know what I'm saying. That's why I told you it'd be so weird, like some of the shit that I would go through. Like, listen, bitch, you woke me up at seven o'clock in the morning to dance for your friends. Then what? I'm going to say fuck a lot. Seven o'clock. They, and they're just getting home. No, nah, from, <laughs> from Bahama Bay. <laughs> no, nah, like they would do that shit. Like my mom be like, dance Michael Jackson for my friends. And then I would like dance Michael Jackson in the middle of a living room for like, for like six people. I didn't even know and shit. Did you know how to dance like Michael Jackson? I did. I was a Michael Jackson fucking freak dog. Like you knew all the moves you did. All, you did the yeah. moonwalk. He was my shit dog. Because I, like I said, music was a big deal in my house. We didn't rock a lot of TV, but also, and we didn't have cable for a long ass time. Did you make a glitter glove? No, nah, I probably put a sock on my hand. <laughs> Did you like dip it in glue and put glitter all over it? Just a white ass tennis sock <laughs> on my hand and shit. No, man. Yeah, I, that was my shit. I remember the double thrill, that thriller album that opened up and my man was just like laying out. Right. In the, the shit. Tiger. Yeah, with the Tiger, that fucking album is incredible, dog. Yeah, only nine songs, right? I, yeah, I think it is only nine songs. That I, I like, I said, it's Michael Jackson's song so good you forget he was like sticking his fingers in boys' butts and shit. Now wait a second, allegedly. <laughs> okay. Also, nothing before the bad era was ever alleged. So if you are up to Thriller, he wasn't. No, no one was saying that about him. Listen, but he had the monkey with him, so you know some shit was going down. He was playing with little dicks for a long time, probably. You think he you think he was sexually assaulting a monkey? I don't know, but like I said, bubbles disappeared. Didn't was it like a bubbles too? Did you watch Comedians and Cars getting coffee with Eddie Murphy? He talked about when bubbles got too old, he got violent and Michael Jackson was like, Don't go near his cage. <laughs> Because chips get don't touch bubbles, Michael. Now that literally, like if you watch that episode, that's literally Eddie Murphy's doing that impression. Like, don't go over there. 
Bubbles is troubles, Michael. Chimps get older and they start ripping your face off. Also, chimps get older and they start learning how to speak. And it was like, you touch my little chimp dick. Michael Jackson was like, I'm already ripping my own face off. <laughs> I don't need your help anymore, Bubbles. Got Bubbles number two in there. He got Bubbles with two S's on the end. Oh, two Z's. maybe. <laughs> yeah, that's. No, Bubbles with two Z's is the club your mother went to when Bahama Bay was closed. <laughs> Come on out to Bubbles. Ladies night is every night. Bubbles. Bubbles. They call them the King Kong of Pops, Bubbles. That's how good Michael Jackson's music on. Let's keep it a buck. Like, you know, like, yeah, there's a lot of too many stories about open buttholes, dog. Like, but don't stop till you get it up. Keep up. Don't stop till you get it up. Well, you know, if you if you hold a musicians up to that standard, though, you're going to be eliminating a lot of problematic. Exactly. Artists. So that you can't be a hypocrite. That's why, like, I kind of chuckle when people be like, I can't fuck with R. Kelly song. But you, I know you got a Michael Jackson playlist on your phone. Yeah, but it's a there little different. There you go. Different. There you go. It's a nah. little different. No, it's no, it's no apples and oranges, dog. Underage buttholes are underage buttholes. Because people No, what I'm saying is people who like Michael Jackson will find a way to say, I don't think he did it. Oh, yeah. With of R. Course. Kelly, they'll just say he did it, and I'm still listening to his music. But a nine people, album, twenty five million, uh, nine song album that sold a hundred and ninety billion will do that. Yeah, but again, it wasn't until two, three years after that that he started having allegations against him. No That's one true. alleged anything in the Thriller area era. Still to this day. That's true. That documentary on HBO, they they were on the bad tour. So after the bat, so remember the time on, he's just, it's open butthole season? I think if, if you say he recorded bad and then had his first allegations, then that was bad and something. before is okay. Who's bad? I am. But then dangerous and after. So you're going to lose some songs. You're going to lose You're Not Alone, for example. Yeah, you will. You're going to lose Stranger in Moscow. That's a good song. Is that a good song? That's a great song. Oh, you song. know what's one of my good shit, too? Liberian Girl. That song, Bad. That's on bad. You came and you changed my world. <laughs> That's my shit. But with R. Kelly, I think every album had allegations. <laughs> you know, like there was no pre-allegation R. Kelly because they were like he was hanging around high schools from the beginning. From day one. Know? Day one. I grew up in Chicago or outside. Listen, man, R. Kelly was they was on his trail and shit. He didn't even know he panicked. You know, he started making songs about inanimate objects and shit you remind me of my jeep <laughs> like what the fuck is this nigga talking about you remind I me of my jeep ride it. because just just like you my jeep was made in 1986 <laughs> <laughs> and it's 96 now <laughs> you remind me of my 84 jeep <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. But I'm saying it's problematic. That's why we said it before. Well, okay. David Bowie dated teenage girls. You know, like in the 70s, a lot of those rock guys had like young girls around. That's true. Um, John Lennon, you know, beat up his wife, his first wife or a girlfriend or something. I think even Jimi Hendrix had allegations that he was he physically assaulted a couple women or something like this. Chuck Berry was putting cameras in women's bathrooms. Oh, yeah, he was. Chuck yeah. Berry was a freakazoid, wasn't he? A little bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> I get Chuck Berry and Little Richard confused all the time sometimes. Rick James. 
Rick James had Rick some James stories. Super one. Rick James was fucking chaining bitches up in the basement and shit. Right. So I mean, in you a know, jerry it's... curl, in a in a press curl, he wore wigs. Rick James was the shit. Like I, Rick James, you see, you ever see Rick James? Like all, if you look at him now, all his videos now, you'd be like, yeah, he was on coke. Well, yeah, it was the eighties. He was definitely on coke on that Eddie Murphy party all the time video. That was like at the height. Yeah. I was like, you remember when he was in the back and shit and he's like, he, cause I, at first you don't know that is Rick James on the, uh, that is Rick James on the hook. It's not just Eddie Murphy. Well, he, I think if you were, I mean, at the time, it depends on how you old back, how old you were back then. If you were old enough, you knew that, that was too low key. I don't know why people hate on that Eddie Murphy song. I think that song's a banger. We all liked it when I was a kid. Party, party all the time. The time. Yeah. We didn't like the other stuff. The uh, What's up with you with Michael Jackson? Was I, was I, was I with you? Was I with you? My girl wants to party all the time. Rick James is in the back like, yes, nigga. <laughs> By party, he's talking about cocaine, guys. Yeah. Like motherfucking don't look any further. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Have Fell you seen five the doesn't remember bio? what's up with you. Fell five, look up the video. You got to watch it with the video because <laughs> him and Michael Jackson. Are oh, floating that video around. was terrible. Them were floating in the clouds and shit. Floating around yeah. on clouds. Had an open um, chest shirt on. Let me see. He if was I can really sh- feeling I'll share without right the then. without the um, audio. Was I, was I, was I with you? Was Was I with you? It was rough, man. You know, like sometimes you get too big and you just do to start doing shit. Like you, like I'm, I think I'm gonna just sing in a fucking falsetto voice. And you're like, nah, Eddie, it's over, man. Days of leather sweatsuits and, and I mean, leather suits and shit. That shit done, dog. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do a little screen share. I'm not gonna share sound. Do a screen share of that real quick. Um, wow, this has millions of views because it was amazing. <laughs> you like that song, Kareem? No, but I mean, look at the video, you gotta enjoy that. Yeah, oh, I l- enjoy the campiness of it. Play it, we could just play a little bit of it. We just no, no, because we, we don't want to get all right, we don't need to, <laughs> we don't need to hear that. He's totally wearing Michael Jackson outfits, though. Yes, he did. Michael's like, Eddie, I have a shirt for you, <laughs> you should wear it. Michael Ray about, like, a little That's how they made the by. song. He gave him his clothes, and then Eddie was like, What's up with you? What's up with you? Oh, what year was this? 93. 93. My God. Junior high. Barely. Look at little hearts, like little screensaver hearts, flying toasters going by. It's like a Prince video. This looks like. <laughs> Listen, a- man, if, you, if, if Michael Jackson, like, if he wasn't as weird as he was with his look right there, he probably could have got a lot of pussy, right? I mean, but he did. What do you mean? If he wanted it, he could have got it. If he wanted it, yeah. You Okay, so that makes it... Okay, he was looking at the boys' buttholes. I just know he was. This is Boomerang era. It is Boomerang Lisa? era. He was married to Lisa right here, around here, wasn't he? No. Was he? I think, a, I think around, maybe just after this, around this time, though. Yeah. I'm looking at the wig. That looks like um and his paleness. Uh, you know what I love Eddie Murphy because Eddie Murphy is from a time period where black men with that mustache got mad pussy man. 
like that mustache is in like that was the era of that mustache that you like almost had that mustache keith washington yeah he did who you, oh, it yeah. was everybody had that that mustache yeah. was the ladies man mustache it sure was if you had that mustache who else had a mustache like that oh my gosh arsenio hall for sure arsenio hall had that mustache yep I think just about every black man that was acting at that time was trying that mustache. Listen, he got Michael Jackson's belt on and everything in this picture. Kissing You is the best song. It's such a great song. Is there a, was that a choir? Is, is there a choir in this song? It's Dude, this like is the choir of Harlem. This yeah. is what happens when you first get new technology. Like when they was like green screens, you could do whatever the fuck you want in the background. And people were just losing their minds in the nineties. Yeah, it's it's just it's just screensavers going on back there. Yeah, that's all. Yeah. Like that, I want to see the pipes start forming. <laughs> it's just well, them dancing in front of the pipe screensaver. Flying remember, tankers. like when special effects and shit, like when like Bone Thugs and Harmony came out with the Crossroads video, uh, Dancing Baby goes by. Yeah, <laughs> the Ally McBeal Baby, the Dancing Baby dog. That's how old we are with the internet and shit. Yeah, dancing Baby is like thirty now. Dog, you remember how crazy it was when the dancing baby came out and you used to download that shit? Yeah. Like, yo, you want to, and it was like the dancing baby to different songs. And then they put a hat on this nigga and you lost your mind. Like, the dancing baby got a hat on, dog. Look at him. And it's just a little baby that barely, like, <laughs> so this terrible. This video is over six minutes long. It just, it restarted halfway through. Oh, okay. oh they looped God. it on that clip. The Dancing Baby. I haven't remembered that shit in a while. That's like 96, 97. Was that to Uga Chaka Uga Chaka? Is that what the Dancing Baby was? It was from Ali McBeal, but I don't remember how it was. Dancing Baby was... I mean, they used it in Ali McBeal, but it had been around for a while before that. I never got into that show. I was too young. I just remember the Dancing Baby because it was cool as shit to download and look at on the internet. Dancing Baby screensaver. Oh my God. Remember that shit? And we was just like, those graphics. yo, this is crazy. They got a room. They got a computer, baby. It's like it's real. So much to do. Where are they now with a computer generator? <laughs> Where's the dancing baby? Up. He's like just a, like a, a 30 year old baby. He's just what? a bigger baby. Like, oh, he's like, a, he's like strung out. He's all <laughs> fucked up. No, I want him like a bigger baby, like the Valentine's baby, like, you know, like bubbles. The babies just retire and they're just 30 year old big babies. It's like, yeah, I used to be the dancing baby on Alley Me Bill and shit fucking went the wrong way. Yeah, started, you know, uh, that would be a know, funny skit. Things kind of went south after, uh, you know, Penny and Processors. Yeah, got I know. To, got I, I had to sell the safety pen that held up my diapers. Got so bad. <laughs> yeah, there was a flying toaster screensaver. That was a big one. The flying toaster after dark screensavers. You never saw the flying toaster screensaver. No. What's the flying toaster? This <laughs> is when you were definitely in your weirdo early Internet phase that you were downloading and acquiring everything on the Internet. Well, no, a screensaver. You would this this program was called after dark oh, screensavers. Oh, I don't remember. So that. Silly. And they had this is one of the flying toasters. Ooh, good. Ooh, good. It was weird and quirky and different. It's crazy. Like it doesn't even make sense. It's flying toasters. This was a. I was. This whole time period is so dope. Like I was telling you, man. I remember like getting the REM uh, tape that had "Losing My Religion" on it. Okay. 
And I remember like corner being in the hood and nobody was listening to this shit. And I'm like, what the fuck yeah. is this shit? He knows everything about me. <laughs> That's me. That's then, me in the corner. Yes. That's me in the spot. Light dancing like his old dumbass in the light and shit. That yeah. was such a big hit. That was a banger song. Like the fucking REM was the shit. And then like the the other uh, fucking the bizarro version of REM to me was uh um the B52. Well they're, they're oh. both from Athens, Georgia, so Love Shack, right? Yes. Yeah, Love Shack, but also the song Shiny Happy People by REM. That was my shit. The girl from the B52. Yes, it did. Shiny happy people. Your friends be like, yo, dog, what the fuck is wrong with you? Hip, rocking through the wilderness. Hey, can I borrow your dual cassette deck boombox? I got to dub this shiny happy people single real quick. <laughs> I couldn't tell nobody about that. Like you couldn't I couldn't talk to my friends about R.E.M. because everybody in the hood is just listening to the shit. I'm just I'm Red listening. And, and yeah. <laughs> your mother puts one of her tapes in one day. And then shiny happy people starts playing. Shiny you it. happy people. Yeah. <laughs> the love shack is a little love. I'm like, yo, I gotta go to the love shack. I gotta hop in my Chrysler. Sixteen this miles is, to the love shack. It's as big as a whale. And it's about to sun sail. And remember, nobody knew what the fuck that white lady was saying when she was like, "Hey, Ruth, Ruth." Tin roof rusted. Roof rested. And I used to think she was like, Henry, I'm <laughs> resting. Like he was making too much noise. Because <laughs> he was making too much noise in the love shack. She was tired from the love shack. Got me a car. That's a oh, bitch of the well. She was making love in the love shack. MTV was so good. It was big because songs like that were dope as shit. Like I remember there used to be this. Like I said, the radio and video kind of went together. Cause you would match like faces and shit like that. And you would get to listen to music. Like if you're a kid in the hood, like me, you would listen to things like that weren't coming on, on like urban radio and shit like that. Right. So that's how you got exposed to a lot of shit. And I remember, remember when we didn't start the fire fucking dropped and like oh took over the God. world yeah. dog. I used to call into this kid's radio show. It was like Mr. Bob's radio show or some shit. You called New- it to all those shows didn't on you? New Jersey. Yeah. Cause dude, I was a kid that sat in my room a lot. Like I wasn't allowed to go outside and shit. Hey, it's so- Don from Camden again. You guys, <laughs> you guys, you guys are rocking out to Billy Joel. We didn't start the fire. That song was so deep. It was so deep. That yeah. song was the shit. What you about REM? It was so- that was another song because it was it was like number one for like a thousand weeks. So boring. you wanted to be able to be like, I'm Dominic, and the number one song today is Billy Joe. We didn't start Everyone the fire. Words. Like you'd really want to learn the words because yep. they were like real repetitive. It's like a history lesson, man. It's like Lawrence of Arabia. Billy Stone, Palestine, terror on the airlines. And you're like, what the fuck happened in Palestine? Yep. That's how you what about though the REM song? It's the end of the world as as it's we know it. End of the world. I also used to Similar. sing Michael Jackson's in Iran, Russians in Afghanistan. 
He, he was telling us from the beginning about Bin Laden and nobody was listening to him. Wait, he said Michael Jackson's in I Iran? thought he said that. I used to sing that part for the whole time. I don't think he said that. I all. always make up a lyric to a song that doesn't fit in a song. Remember yeah, when but, I... But you well, made it up and you're like, see, they were telling us something. Like, no, you just made up some shit. Michael Jackson's in Iran. Russians in Afghanistan. Michael Jackson could have been in Iran. He was healing the world with his glove here's the here's the lyric make it a better place ayatollahs in iran for you and for me russians in afghanistan also it's not pronounced iran he had to change it to rhyme with afghanistan here's the whole verse birth control ho chi Minh, richard nixon back again again moonshot Woodstock, Woodstock, watergate punk rock oh wow begin reagan palestine Terror on the airlines, Ayatollahs in Iran, Russians in Afghanistan. Yep. I knew it was, I, but every once in a while, I throw Michael Jackson's in Iran. Because if I get too hyped when I'm singing a song, I'm making it up. It's just got to like, remember when I was singing the Nickelback song and I was, what was the song again? Nickelback or Nickelback? I, what did I say? <laughs> I said Nippleback. Nippleback? <laughs> no, it's Nickelback. It is. What's the song? What's oh um how you remind me? Yeah, when I was like I couldn't I couldn't make it as a black man, and that's right. not even in the song. <laughs> not at all. That's but it makes man. sense. It makes sense because he was talking about the ills of the black man. He couldn't make it even as a white man, the whitest white man in the world couldn't do one day. But that's not the, the song is about. Like it a makes girl. sense. <laughs> it doesn't make sense at all. Yeah, I'm looking at these lyrics for We Didn't Start the Fire. There's a lot going on here. Uh, it's a, it's a He's got long. a Malcolm X reference going. Billy Joel was, wasn't he? He, he was. Oh, wrong. he says Richard Nixon in the beginning, and then later it says Nixon back again. So he yeah. has a callback. Okay. He got he got bangers. Billy Joel got bangers. Harry Truman, Doris Day, Red China, Johnny Ray. He went through like pretty much his whole lifetime. Yeah. That's yeah, a he, talented motherfucker right there. Yeah, Billy Joel got hits. Got bangers. Piano Man is my shit. That's the banger right there. Yep. And then what the the joint? There's a joint that I he has that reminds me of my wife, and that one makes me cry like all the fucking time. Tell her about it. That's no, I'm talking about. First of all, stop with the '80s Billy Joel. We only do '70s Billy Joel on what? this fucking. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Uptown about, Girl. That's 80s. That's '80s. No, is that the song that reminds you of your wife? No, man. I'm moving out. That song, or is it called I'm moving out? <laughs> bottle no, of it, red, bottle of white. No, one? man. It's um it's still rock and roll to me. That's a she's good only one. a woman to me. Hold on real quick. I I'll pull it up. <laughs> it's not even gonna be Billy Joel. It's gonna be <laughs> Billy <laughs> Squire. <Elton> John. <laughs> you are so beautiful. That's not Billy Joel. That's Joe. <laughs> not Billy That's Joel. Joe Cocker. Yeah. Relax, okay? I know my shit. <laughs> you know Billy your Joe Joe. Cocker? You know your Joes. Joe Cocker is the shit, man. That yeah. song makes yeah. you cry, too, and it's a remake of another song. Joe but Cocker, it, uh, or as Dominic calls him, Joe Schlonger. <laughs> you also... That white man was in a lot of pain. Yeah. To me. Yeah. So wait a minute. Is that the song that you thought was... Just really the known? way you are. That's my shit, man. Oh, just the way you are. Don't go changing. Yeah. That's my shit. That's somebody to go see in concert. He'd have like a long show full of hits. Yes, he would. Because he I used to play go- what the Yankee Stadium all the time. 
Yeah, he plays. Dude has joined us. I think uh, what's the joint that he used to play like live? Like the live version is like the most popular version of his, a couple of his songs. He was great. And then he got to marry Christy Brinkley. How cool was he? Yeah, he definitely outkicked his coverage on that one. Yeah. He was talented as shit. His wife, I mean, his daughter looks just like him. They had a daughter together. Tell her about it. Allentown. Tell her all the things you feel. He was trying to school us. Billy Joe can get your life together if you trash. Yeah. Let her know the reasons. He was an everyday man kind of singer. Yeah, he was. He was one of those dudes that's like, I'm a regular dude, but this is shit that you should know. Yeah. How to treat people, how to, you know what piano I mean? Piano man, that was a good song. Play us a song, you're that's the piano a, man. Yeah, that's a, you can't, that's an alcoholic song right there. It totally, yeah. It's, it <laughs> Could have been somebody. La, da, 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 da. Yeah, you'd be drunk as shit at the end. Of, yeah, I remember those days in Vegas and you see the old dudes still playing casino, like the pull down casino shit to like slot machines at four o'clock in the morning in a 7-Eleven. This on your walk of by judging him. Yeah. Look at this fucking guy. I'm out here partying Ooh. Vegas style. From the 90s that I only remember the chorus to, and I've never been able to find who sings it. Dog, Fell Fives in the chat talking about the Karate Kid. Karate Kid soundtrack is one of the best bangers of ballads. He said that love song from the Karate Kid. Is that Glory of Love? Glory of Love, dog. Peter Cetera. Peter Cetera, he was with what, Chicago? Yes. Yeah. yeah. He's the lead singer of Chicago. Yeah. And fucking man, that song comes on. Like you, you start crying like you got a fucking, you got a bitch in Okinawa that you ain't seen in 25 years. We did it all for love. Going together. That's the only slow song, like in the middle of it, you do a crane kick. And you're just like, why the fuck did I do a crane kick? It's because I'm brokenhearted. <laughs> I'm kicking love away from me. We did it all for love. You're incorporating your crane kick into your Michael Jackson dances. We okay. Remember all. the song that Gregory Hines did with Luther Vandross? No. Oh, my God. There's nothing better than love. Oh, yes. I remember that song. Oh, that's such a good song. That's me. And they're singing. It's the only song where two guys are singing about love and they're not singing to each other. But it's so beautiful. Listen, man, Gregory Hines is like one of the last dudes like it. Like niggas can't tap dance now. It's one of like if one if dudes start like but like Gregory Hines would tap dance your panties off and shit like you can't do that now. I'd be like, look at this nigga tap dancing. like Remember girls him? would make fun of him on yeah. Instagram. Yeah, it's true. Now, would, would women of today uh, be swayed even by his tap dancing? Is tap dancing that powerful anymore? I don't think it's powerful, man. That even Gregory powerful. Hines wouldn't be able to. Yeah. Mm-mm. What do you like this, now? If Gregory <laughs> Hines would be tap dancing, but like you don't even know how to nay nay. Like you got to. <laughs> like nobody, you don't. You don't even see like TikTok tap dance videos and shit. There's, oh, if someone on TikTok could tap dance, they would dominate. Oh, I'll bet you. I bet you. Tell her about it. Tell her all your crazy dreams. Those are some good ass songs. Emo Dominic, 12 years old, belting out Billy Joel songs. <laughs> requesting them for his girl to hear and dubbing them on the on his little tape deck. He had a good run, Billy Joel. <laughs> Dude, the 80s and 90s was just a very fun time to listen to a lot of cool music. And it was it was like it 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 was just good music across the board. Pop songs. 
rock songs. R&B. Yeah, I'm a big 80s head. 80s rock, I thought was kind of weak, in my opinion. 80s rock some, is kind of weak, but they got good ones. shit. Because I tell too. you right now, I'll punch you in your chest and some Van Halen jump comes on. <laughs> Don't you see me chest. standing here? I got my back against the record machine, bruh. <laughs> that is my shit. Might as well jump. <laughs> Go ahead, jump. I That's think, the, I think the actual line is Michael Jackson jump. <laughs> Michael Jackson's in Iran, Russians in Afghanistan. That makes sense, man. He was telling us some shit. He was teaching us. He was teaching about that Michael Jackson Middle East tour. <laughs> Don't you see I'm standing here? I got my back against a record machine. That song is the shit. I can't you see what I mean? Might as well jump. You just be like, yeah. See, I would peg you more as the type that would be into like, um, like White Snake and Warrant. Shit no, like that. man. Like the hair bands, I was just getting into. Like when Guns N' Roses really introduced me to, but they were like later in. They were hair different. Bands. They weren't really a hair band. They were like a hair band that transitioned. You they know looked I mean? like a hair band, but they weren't one. They weren't. Because I remember the first time I heard Sweet Child of Mine, I was going to the beach for summer vacation. And when I heard that song, I was hooked on that song. Like, yeah. I tried to listen to it every fucking time it came on. And then when I saw Axl Rose, and then he did the little Axl Rose dance. Jenny. That was yeah. the shit. Where do we go? Where do we go now? Where do we go? And I was an angry kid. So, like, I liked his, like, little primal shit he would get into. That was my... Guns N' Roses were the shit. But you didn't get into, like, uh, like Poison and Motley Crue and shit like nah, that? Nah, man. They were... Nah. That was too down the white boy rabbit hole for me. Like, Guns N' Roses had enough swag in it. And it was because of Slash. Okay. You know what I mean? Because I think Slash brought a lot of motherfuckers to Guns N' Roses. You know what I mean? Kind of how like Eddie Van Halen rocked out on Michael Jackson shit. I think right. Slash was that dude for motherfuckers in the 90s. He did play on uh, Black or White, Michael Jackson. Yes, he did. But that fucking uh, opening riff. That's him. Right. Yeah, that riff's not too hard. You could learn that one. Oh, here you go with the bullshit. I'm, no, I'm saying you could imagine how satisfied you would be if you could play that song. I think I just died in your arms tonight is by cutting close or something shit like that. Cutting crew. Arms tonight. In the chat. I just died in your arms tonight. There must have been something you said. I should have walked away. I should have have walked away. All of these hits and more for 1995. Yeah, remember that shit? Commercials were so good. Hey, guys. By cutting crew. Yeah, Cutting Crew. That's my shit. All your favorites from the 80s on one LP or three tapes. <laughs> Call Send now. Self, self-addressed stamped envelope. Remember, who the fuck is self-addressing stamped envelopes? Nobody. I, mean, I don't need Nobody knows what that means. Those four words don't go together. Because I had to do it. Oh, that's Foreigner. Waiting for a girl like you in the chat. That's Foreigner has some bangers. I've been waiting. For a girl like you to come into and then they'd be in a bed. Foreigner, the Thompson twins, 
Oingo Boingo. Hold me and now. more. That's totally what it came after that in that commercial. <laughs> oh, warm my heart. And the more. There's some songs that I only know from the commercials. Yeah. Like a little snippet. Smoking. That's what I've been doing. I only learned it from the blues commercials. <laughs> there used to like remember too, like in the 80s and 90s too, they used to have like lip sync videos. I mean, lip sync like shows. Put on the hits. Yeah, was that the one? And like motherfuckers, like if they had a duet song, they would like make half of their body the lady and half of their body the man. And then they would like turn around and sing the man part and then turn around and sing if, the if lady part. they wanted part. to win, oh, yeah. Endless Love. That was to Endless Love by. Was it? That was totally to Endless Love. Yeah. No, you know who that was? What's the song with Michael, Michael McDonald and Patty LaBelle? On My Own. Yeah. On My Own. Yeah, they used to do that shit a lot. And white dudes used to get on and always try to do 19. Remember that rap song about Vietnam? The beat was dope as shit, but the song was crazy as fuck. What song? Yeah, it was a song called 19. It was about Vietnam. And it'd be like, no, 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 19. And they just that. like talk to you about Vietnam. And they were like, in 1967. It's like learning through rap. 581 men went into. And it's a rap song? Kong Lao. No one remembers. 17 okay, came back. Jane, Jane remembers it. I don't remember. Pull it up. We can play it. It's a parody. It, we're, just, <laughs> we're talking about a review. You'll understand. We'll play a snippet of it. It's, the song was called 19. Fair use, guys. This is called Fair Use. It was Fair called use. 19. That's going to be impossible to find on YouTube. No, it's not. It's Vietnam. called 19. Yeah, I know, but it's just the number 19. I think it's called 19. No, 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 19. If I search number 19 on Let YouTube, me see. I got it on my up. Spotify. Let me. The first thing is fucking yeah, April 19th news coverage. Shut the fuck. <laughs> Dude, you don't know 19? I would think I you would know than, this, Andy. I don't. I don't. Doesn't Dude, I should just say 19 and you should know it. What the fuck you mean? You need more. Here it is. 19. Paul Hardcastle. Paul Hardcastle. There you go. Uh, this is there's an official video. This is copyright. Yes. Can't play that. Don't play the official video then. I mean, the song is copyright. Dog, we just want to play the snippet of just so people can remember what this song. So like this. By the way, I don't recognize this at all. Okay, so we're going to play it. So this song was about Vietnam. Like it was just one of the it was a crazy song. Remember, Andy, when you were saying they was trying to make everything that like kind of like hip hop during them, because this is like rapping Duke time. Duh, duh, like this is around that shit. So then there was like a rap song about Vietnam that just kind of came out of nowhere. And then and then it'd be like a white bitch in the back and was like, they were only 19. <laughs> it's weird as fuck. You got to play way, it. The, the flying toasters are still going. It's a half hour clip. Um, Here it is. Oh, I got to sign it. Okay. That's how old the song is. Only motherfuckers over 40 years old. All right. I'm in a private browser. Hold on. No, 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 no. 19. Paul Hardcastle. And the reason why I would know it, because like on those lip sync shows, like dudes would dress up as like a military dude and then just like robot pop lock to the song. You might be able to find that. And then we could play that on the fucking. You can't. If the audio is copyright, you can't play it. Period. It's not about the video. Well, okay. Here comes copyright Charlie over here. You want to get sued? I'm not. We're not going to get sued. No one knows us. All right. So this is I don't know if this this looks like Jake Gyllenhaal in this video. <laughs> play it. It's going to blow your fucking mind. I'm going to play like 10 seconds of it. Vietnam was 19. 19. 
Absolutely. And white dudes used to be like this in an army uniform and shit. On the side is someone performing it. So that's probably the show that that Dominic is talking about. Oh, yeah, yeah. There it is. 3D performs Paul. Do that one. 3D performs. What the fuck? Oh, no, that's not it. Don't play that. That's not it. No, it's, it's the guy Paul Hardcastle, nineteen, yeah, but, performed at Royal Albert Hall. White boys used to love this song, dog. What? It's what year was this? This was like eighty-five-ish, I want to say eighty-five, eighty-six. So, like the hook, the revelry horn comes on, and it's dope as shit. It goes, and then like the bass line comes in, and I was like, "Yo, nigga, did you ever know about Vietnam?" Does he have like the S1Ws on stage? What's going on? <laughs> Did he borrow the S1Ws for this performance? He got what was Hammer's fucking background? Dancers? I don't know if they had a name, his background dancers. Oh, shit. I'm telling you, man, because that song came up. That's when like the fucking synthesizer was really fucking banging, too. Yeah, all through the 80s. You was... know what I mean? So like that, like because like I, I call this song the air fryer song because this was the song. You know, that song that goes boo. Like that song, Axel F. From, Axel F. So that Axel, I always, X, X, Axel yeah, F, because whatever. my wife is terrible with like electronics. So whenever we get like some new electronics, she's always pushing a million fucking buttons, and that's exactly how it sounds. So when she's like in the kitchen, like when she first tried to get the air fryer going, she was just like boop 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 boop, and I started singing that song, and she also hates it now because of that. So when that it, was from what police. Wasn't that was Police Academy. Police no, it was from Beverly Hills Cop. Um, oh, you're right. Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah. yeah. That was Axel F. Now, do you remember this commercial then? This is very 80s. It was about an answering machine that had like fake songs on it. No. I remember this vividly. Let's see how different we were in our worlds. Hey, how are you? Sorry that I'm not at home. <laughs> Oh, so you used to get a tape for your answer machine? Yeah, and then but there was like all these song parodies. There's a rap coming. Just wait until you hear the rap. Calls a tape of seven different songs and funny recordings for answering machines. I am very sorry that I'm not at home to take your call. Only 1495. When I will get right back to you. Leave your message at the top. Give someone the gift of gab for their answering machine. Calling a friend. What you've actually done is bought a one-way ticket to the answering machine zone. Oh my god, that's terrible. Also Pause that real quick. That beat that just came on before that. That remember a fucking uh, what was the motherfucker that was Barry Gordy's son that made uh, a Rockwell Rockwell. Yeah, that's the banger shit. When I'm uh, in the shower, I'm afraid to, to wash though. my hair. And he was like, is this nigga from Britain? <laughs> I'm glad you called, but I'm not home, but I'll be back. Crazy calls, a tape of seven different songs and funny recordings. That sounds like 395. Wait for the beat. You gotta leave your name. Hey. Just wait for the beat. Oh shit! Only 14.95. Call now. You think that people box still works? Three dollars plus shipping and handling. Send, check Send a check or morning order to PO Box two one zero six one Midtown Station, New York, New York. House in New York. This one's just called The Rap. I'm glad you called, but I'm not home. But I'll be back before too long. You gotta 
Crazy Calls, a tape of seven different songs and funny recordings for only fourteen ninety-five. You gotta leave your name. You gotta leave your number. You gotta wait for the beat. Somebody gotta put that in a song. That's actually kind of dope. Oh, uh, we used to say that to each other all the time. We used to say, "Wait for the beat." The rap one was the best one. The rap one is the best one. Eighties oh, was James, the shit, man. James said it sounds like these are the breaks. Yeah, I guess it kind of does. These are the breaks. Pick it up. Pick it up. Pick it up. Good call, Jay Mills in the chat. I bet, I bet if I bet you would have had, if you were an adult during the answering machine era, and you kind of were. I bet you would. Oh, have dude, had I had music. my own message. You had music machine. and shit. Yeah, we talked about yeah. that. I think. You had music Remember playing. when I was like, "Give me a ringling if you want some dingling." What about when your guy's friend <laughs> called? Guy friends called. Give me a ringling if they'll hang up. Oh, um, said he wants the link. Hold on, I'll, I'll drop the link in the chat. What? He so wants to song? sample it. <laughs> he wants to sample the. Uh... <laughs> Give me a ringling. Pull that song up. We listened to it, didn't we? I don't. I don't even recognize that song. It's called It's called Ringling by H Town DJs. Y'all don't believe me, but this song was a banger. This was like pre Yin Yang Twins when this song came on. Give me H-Town a wrinkle. Come jingling. give it a wrinkling. If you want some, just give me a wrinkling. Okay, he said, I won't hurt your feelings. Just call 1-900-Wrinkling. You never heard this song? I'm surprised Kareem didn't hear it. Only 1995. Heard. Send a self-addressed stamped envelope to. I mean, everybody remembers Come and Ride a Train, but this was the shit. This was before Come and Ride a Train. It wasn't better than yeah, Ride a Train, I remember Play it from the beginning. All up on this ling a ling. Uh, oh, better yet, baby, don't forget. You can hit me up on the internet. Uh, this is the bomb at dingaling.com. Just give, give Wait me a minute. <laughs> That's, they have a website called, I wonder if it's still up, dingaling.com. Dude, don't do that. Don't do I'm that. I'm on a private browser. Oh, okay. Oh, no, nope. they got rid of. Well, <laughs> play that joint one more time. Just give me a wrinkling. If you want some, just, just give me a wrinkling. Y'all didn't believe me. That's a banger song. I believed you. I just didn't know what it would sound like. Because in the like, and the guy sings the hook like real sensual and shit, and he's like, ring dong, ding dong, ding ding dong. <laughs> ding a ling, ding a ling, that you get from ding a ling. Ain't no ding a ling like mine. It be working overtime. This is your answer machine. Yeah, this is my answer machine. So like, and then I would like fade it out and be like, yeah, this is Dom. You know what to do. Hey, uh, this is Dom. I can't take your call right now. My dingling is working overtime as we speak. Oh, gosh. And then you hit it. Oh, Chuck Berry had a song called My Dingling. Yeah, Chuck Berry had a My Dingling. Give me a ringling if you want some dingling. Oh my god. town DJs. Yeah, oh, play it again. Play it again. This song gets me so hype. Go a little oh. further and see if it gives I'm you the gonna, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go to the G and dingling on this timeline. Give me a ringling when you want some That is horrible. <laughs> <laughs> my man was singing this hard out. Ding dong, ding dong, ding oh. dong. Give me a ring when you want some Hi, this is Dominic Rivera. 
You've reached my answering machine. <laughs> well, if you've gotten this far, you've already given me a ring-a-ling. So clearly you want some ding-a-ling. I can't take a call right now. <laughs> Leave a message. Let me know when you want some ding-a-ling and I'll get right back. This is terrible. That's a great song. You bought this. You bought the single. Yes, I did. Give me a ringling if you. That was when H Town DJs was the shit. Come and ride the train. What else was the shit right there during that time? This is like when when I first came in the military too, and my hair was really curly and it was short on the side. And then Genuine's Pony came out. Dog, I was losing my mind. <laughs> I mean, that you was like 97 or so. Yeah. When did you go to the military? When, I when was did you join? 96. 96. Okay. So I remember we was in the bass club and it was like, and I was like, what the fuck is this? Burl, burl, burl. And I remember this old, well, not old, but this older army girl took me under her wing. She took in her wing. Yes, she did. And then I was like, "Give me a ringling <laughs> if you want some dingling." <laughs> Give me a ringling That is Hall of Fame terrible right there. Oh no, it's not. That's a great song, and I bet you everybody that listens to this is going to go look it up on YouTube, and they're going to be like, "Yo, I fucking like this song." Well, if you do go to the two minute forty six second mark, right where the G is. Yeah, if you if you, High Town DJ's Dingaling, it's got four hundred seventy seven thousand views. Go to two forty six and hit play. And then dub in a beep, and leave Dom a message. Yeah, <laughs> send it to me. If right I make there. a phone number for the, the for the pod so you can leave messages, I'm going to play that. That's going to be the, the song. Now it's in my head. It's so bad. It is. It's great. It's a great <laughs> fucking song. That's better than the Whisper song. I mean... It's just like that guy who sang at the end, like right, he trailed off at the end there. He like he told his parents, I'm, I got a record deal with mom and dad. Like he had to play that. Well, we just got done at the studio. We made this song called Dingling. We're going to do a B-cycle. We'll do a B-cycle ball sack. <laughs> got a whole thing going on. Here. The ringtones were called dingtones. Y'all wanna- hey, you've reached Dominic Rivera. It come on late at night after on the box on video. Hey, it's the High Town DJs. And if you send us a self-addressed stamped envelope to Mission Station, Atlanta, Georgia, you can get one of our high fidelity ding tones. Get these and other hits like Schlong. <laughs> what was some other crazy ass inappropriate songs during Cock that era? for you? And of course, Dingaling. Give me a ringling if you want some dingling. No, it's not if, it's when. (laughs) The lyric is when. There's no I listen to so much. Just you know who else is this shit, and we make fun of them too. This is how like all over the place I was with music during that time in that era. 
And I think this is why our generation, like I'm kind of I'm generation X plus a little bit of Z or whatever the fuck you call millennial. it. Yeah, you're like a you're young generation X. Yeah, I'm a hybrid millennial. Right. So like um, <laughs> so like Rick Astley, like everybody thinks Rick Roll is so funny. But yo, Rick Astley was the shit. That was a big hit. That was a big hit. He had like a couple big hits. What yeah. was the other one? I don't remember him right now. <laughs> But I just know, never gonna give you up, never gonna let you down. This is destroying my YouTube recommendations. He had a song called Together Forever. Together forever. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Together forever is true. Don't you know I would give anything? That was the shit. You know what he does now? He, on his official YouTube channel, he does covers. He just posted on March 16th, My Girl by Rick Astley. Oh, okay. He, he posts he from, covers. Like, Australia? Yeah, I think he was. He's British. Oh, oh the British people be killing it. Be the accents, man. Linguistics, yeah. man. Uh, he did a Post Malone cover. Nah. He did Everlong by the Foo Fighters. A lot man. of white people was really like, had that like pop like kind of R&B kind of flavor to themselves during that time, too, because that's like Taylor Dane's era as well. By the way, Dominic, I think we've we found the way you can. um, You can either. Well, you can you can uh, make up with your dad slash Rick Rollum at the same time. Oh, he did a cover of Ain't No Sunshine by Bill Withers. Oh, really? (laughs) Ain't no sunshine. My man Rick Ashley got some pipes on him, dog. It's rare for a man to sing that baritone. So that's and for, for him to be a pop star, too, is really unique. Anytime she goes away. Hold that's it down a little bit. That's all. I'm not going to play all of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he got Rick Astley was the shit. Never going to give. Never going to give. Yeah, he does covers on his YouTube channel now, his official YouTube. Taylor channel. Dane, Rick Astley. Who else was a white white dude or Taylor white Dick girl? Was like ambiguous. You couldn't tell if she was black. Yeah, you didn't. Tell it to my heart. What was her slow jam banger? Um. Oh man, hold on. Taylor oh. Dane. I don't remember. I need you back. Yes. Somewhere. Oh, love will lead you back. Yeah. Yeah. That was the shit. She had some hits. She did have some motherfuckers. She was hits. like Mariah Carey before Mariah Carey. Ah, that's a good call. That's a good pull. Taylor Dane wasn't British, though, right? She was a white no, girl. She white was girl. from here. She was American. Yo, speaking of British, man, I was going to save this because I was going to uh, see if I could get a hold of Jamali. I was talking to him, but I went down like British hip hop rabbit hole the other night. So okay. uh, like British hip hop is the shit. British hip hop is this. I'm listen, it'll it's going to take over because like British hip hop is fucking crazy because I started like on grime and this dude named Stormzy. And then I had ended up with this dude named Skepta and he does like UK drill, which is like a like a I don't know, it's their take of like drill music, like trap hip hop music of what we have here in the States. But did you see the video of the old guys then? Is that yes, what about? that's how I got. I went so far down the rabbit hole that I ended up on the old dudes, Pete and Bass. And it's these two old white dudes from Britain. And they got their linguistics is so fucking crazy that they got a 
UK drill ghostwriter and they kill hip hop tracks. They're in their 70s. They're in their 70s. Uh, go to fumes. Yeah, go to. Hold on. Don't play this. We're going to play it. I don't give a fuck. Go to because I've been seeing the people do reviews of this all over YouTube and shit with the video and shit. And it ain't going down. Um, go to fumes. And Pete and Bay. So F-U-M-E-Z and Pete. E-Z? Yeah. Okay. It might be already a million old. views on this one. Yeah, uh, no, but shut your this, mouth. this is uh this is the song that made everybody like this is how everybody's starting to hear about them now. So they're like two old white dudes from England. So they get on tracks and just destroy them. And you don't know, like you're like, what the fuck is this? So play. Play the first one. So when I first heard this song, I'm like, I didn't even know what these old dudes were about. Were they rappers from back in the day? No, they just it's you'll get it. Their linguistics and their accent is so crazy that they can sing. They can do hip hop lyrics and shit and rap. And just you would think it was like a young dude, like hit play. So when this comes on, you hear it and you're like Lauren Hill and they're going to fuck this up. And then you're like, look at these two white dudes. He looks like Eisenberg from Breaking Bad. And the other white dude just looks like a butler for any random fucking person in Britain. And they're in their Watch. Let's go, baby. Hello, girl. Hello, darling. What's your name and what's your number? Beg your pardon. This dude is 75 years old. I'll be back tomorrow. He's all tatted up. Where are his like tattoos? But like he was like a he was a thug back in the day. That's a gang tattoo on his forearm. But he's he's a nobody. He's just a regular dude. But his his uh exactly felt five when i saw this i was like what the fuck is happening like you're bullshitting me like this is not real the, well, first of all why, that's why i pulled up let me let me go back no hold this on the, real quick just hold you on this is, the clip, this is the clip that went viral on twitter a couple days ago it was no. a minute long clip okay go ahead play but that we got to start with that this is why there are people are talking about them go grow next door you know i ain't got no neighbors I'm a local hero, right. and I'm talking to the time, and I'm known to the gathers, and I've been poking around. Let's a ditch that phone in the truck, that bing in the back of the rover. Never pulled over, foot flat down, and I can't drive straight, because I ain't that snowball. I'm a lovely geezer, Now that's Basil. So pause. So it's Pete and Basil. Pete has the real gravelly voice like that grabs the fuck out of you. And plus, Pete is the one with the gang tattoo on his forearm. He's a straight. You know their whole backstory, don't you? Yeah, I went down the rabbit hole. They're amazing. They're fucking amazing. So Pete's like a thug. He was in gangs. He collected money and the shit like you could tell Pete's about his business. Like he was he was in the shit back in the day. You know what I mean? Like he was a hooligan. You know what I'm saying? But Basil is like (laughs) Basil has his name is Basil. Number one. So, you know, he's a pimp ass gangster and Basil got the smoothest delivery and flow. Now, go back to the fumes one that I told you. We got to hear. We got to hear. Basil. No, 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 no. You got don't No, It doesn't do Basil justice on this. When I heard Basil, you got to hear the part I told you to hear. Okay. when I heard Basil on this part on the fumes track is when I lost my shit. Watch. 
All so, right, let's let's go to. No, so there goes Basil. He's about to come on, right there. Keep going, keep going. Turn me up in the headphones a lot. Yeah, turn. <laughs> More than that. Turn me up. I can't hear. I can't I'm, hear. I'm 76 years old. Fucking turn me all the way up. Turn me up in the headphones. Turn me up in the hearing aids. Something. Get it. Oh, okay, okay. So this is now. This uh, is Basil, and Basil is the smoothest motherfucker in hip hop vocally I have ever. I listen, man. They should call himself Smooth B, Smooth Basil. Come on, baby. Like me, she want me. She wanna come round and bunk me. Pull up to mine in her husband's car. She want me. She made me. She wanna come round and tease me. Pull up to my midnight half hours. She wanna come drink with a gazer, shot with a dealer, riding a beamer. She know I got rocks that sting off the curb, big words in a slick demeanor. Jesus, baby, she be ringing on my phone like crazy. Easy, peasy, big cakes of bacon, I'm greedy. Okay, my sore, I can't bed waking up in my Gucci boxes. How are they, how are they discovered? Uh, somebody just heard their voice. So that, when we talk about like the fucking, the linguistics of it, like that's that that whatever cockney voice or whatever should, it may be they should put young in front of their names <laughs> young basil <laughs> young pete and young basil or old dirty if you want to go little the other basil way. little basil little basil basil young, is like six foot seven young basil he's like 78 years old so their best song is a song called relax people pint in a fag so they're from because they're from britain okay so relax people okay relax so look, you know their best. You know their best song. That's their that song. Basil got one of the smoothest hooks. That's the summer jam. I'm bringing it out. Pint and and here it play it in a fag. Pint in a fag. Let's go go a little bit further. Oh, this is a little skit at the beginning. Yeah, that's just a little skit, and then turn it down a little bit because you're gonna. First of all, UK drill production is crazy. I feel like it's more about the beats, actually. No. Peter Listen. Bowditch. That's his name. Listen, that's Peter. Peter is the rough at neck. And that's Basil Belgrave. Basil Belgrave. <laughs> Basil the butler, because he be serving up niggas on tracks. Basil Belvedere. Yep. Basil Belvedere. And they ring in my phone. I don't call back. I got big things and they go click clack. All with a lean. I'm known on this lad. Air on the tan of a plant and a Ring in my phone. I don't call back. I got big things and they go click clack. All with a lean. I'm known on this lad. Air on the tan of a plant and a flag. Bag in me and in between the fingers. This video came out two years ago. Yes. It's got one point almost 1.6 million views so they've been around for a little they've bit. been around for a little i mean bit. they've been around for like 75 years but <laughs> as rappers is what i'm saying amazing dog this this shit had me i listened to like every song so then it comes to find out because that voice like what they're doing what uk drill like rappers are doing and the ghostwriters for them is they're trying to bring up uk drill you know what i mean because like these these rappers like they want you go on Spotify and they're like the shit in, in the UK, but they only got like seven million Spotify listens where okay. like fucking little baby has a hundred and whatever cabillion or whatever. But this shit, the writing on Bell this five shit, said they might be dead. <laughs> they're not dead, bro. They're alive and kicking and they will kick the shit out of homies on the track. I don't give a fuck if anybody ghost writes them for their linguistics. You just you can't fuck with them. You just can't. Yeah. They got a song called Golf. 
So what they started doing was that they started finding these old fucking dudes to rap these lyrics because their fucking their linguistics is just fucking crazy. Their dialect is the fucking shit on tracks and they can memorize them. So see if you can find um, golf by Pete and bass golf. Yeah, they got another one called a bunch of old dudes called the snooker team. And that's like what is happening? You know way too much about these people. Dude, it's amazing. Pete and bass, you guys, you got to fucking get on it. They got bangers. I'm adding them to the problematic banger list. These two old fucking dudes. This is crazy. There's a guy named Norman Payne in this video. Yes. So Norman Payne is another old fucking dude that comes that comes on the track. He's like 75 and he destroys it. So go all the way to the end because that's Norman Payne's part. Oh, they got all the cliches. They got a Doberman on a chain. Yes. <laughs> Fuck, man. This guy in a ghillie suit. What is this? This guy has a bazooka. That's Norman Payne. That's Norman Payne. You got to go back a little bit. So he's That's like Norman Payne. Norman Payne is like if the fucking uh, like the like remember uh, the what was the corn tour back in the day? Norman Payne looks like if George the Animal still uh, rapped. Yes. You know what I mean? He looks like he would have been on a Family Values tour back in the day. So this is Basil's part. Basil destroys this once again, okay. like he always does. And when does Norman start rapping? Norman's coming up right there, I think. Phone and a switch provided and gave Go back. Go back. I ripped his ball, hit his face, and I smashed his brain and I broke his back. I took his phone and a switch. Then it does. There it is. Norman Payne, ladies and gentlemen. He kicked his face and I smashed his brain and I broke his back. Old bloody bastard. Old bloody bastard. I took his phone and a switch provided and gave it back. Pause. My man said, I took his phone, I switched providers, and I gave it back. That's some thug shit, dog. Yeah, but they had those That's fucking jitterbug phones. Shit. You take a nigga SIM card right out of the phone and say, here, call Ethiopia, bitch. I'm using your number. Yeah, but he's holding a jitterbug phone. <laughs> Who's writing this stuff? Though? He's holding one of those phones for old people. With the big numbers on it and shit? It's a flip phone. Yeah, he's holding a jitterbug. It's a real phone. He just got a really long phone extension <laughs> line. It's with provided and gave it back. Yeah, that's like a Nokia. That's an old ass. Look at that phone. <laughs> Look at that. He's, he's holding Nokia, dude. Got a note. Nokia's are like the European standard, dog. They love that phone because that phone can make phone calls anywhere. Get hip. Get hip, motherfucker. That's what they do in the UK. Why is he dripping blood? Because he's Norman fucking Payne, dog. P-A-I-N. Are they going to shoot down a helicopter? Yes, they are. These old motherfuckers are so gangster. I love it. Oh, this is terrible. No, it's not terrible. All right, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to see the helicopter get shot down. It's off for the goons and ghosts. Play the end. No. Oh, there it goes. There goes the rocket launcher. I want to play the end because he has a dope hook at the end. That's some terrible CGI. <laughs> no, you got to go back a little bit. You, you went too far. Does he challenge you to a game of snake at any point? Right now. <laughs> snake. And I might take time when I see that handsome woman Miss with the finest legs and the sweetest back and the largest bosom When it's all bad cases You can't fuck with them, they make regular words just sound crazy Like if they really get their shit together, hip-hop is over, dog UK's gonna take it over, cause I wanna listen to the way they rhyme all day long That, that voice is the shit, dog Like I heard some shit the other day, this is how I got down the rabbit hole Because I heard some dude named Skepta And he has a song called Cancel and on a song called Cancel, it's with this kid named Slow Chai. I think that's what his name. 
All these the, words I don't understand. <laughs> so Slow Chai literally what? raps. She go. He says something. Hold on. Let me see if I can pull up Slow Chai shit real quick. They should call their album uh, a bunch of st- stiff joints. Because they rig up my phone. I don't call back. You, you can't get it out of your head. It's amazing. Stop acting like that shit doesn't sound crazy. Why is that butler dude wearing a ghillie suit, but also a collared shirt underneath it? Because he'd be serving up motherfuckers, man. And a at any suit? time. And sometimes you got to come out of nowhere and just you got served. This is by, cosplay. This is, this is, by this Basil, is cosplay. the butler. <laughs> it's not cosplay. Come on, chat. Y'all know. Tell me this shit ain't dope in the chat. Andy, I'm going to pull this up real quick. What? Well, anyways, I'm not going to pull it up. But anyways, so the dude, the slow chai dude, he says some shit like this is when I started listening to it. I was like, I got to listen to these UK dudes because he says some shit like uh, if I say it, it doesn't fucking make any sense. But he's like, she says I do magic like Harry Potter. Right. And then when he goes, she says I do magic like Harry Potter. And I was just like, I'm in. I'm in. Pull up. It was the pull, pull up, up part. Yeah. She pull says up. I do magic like Harry Potter. I'm going to have to fuck her. And I was just like, this is amazing. Retweet me on Twitter. <laughs> is that all it takes for you? Y'all, you listen, man, we're going to wrap it up here and shit. But this is dope. I for the bleeding place. I drove that motor and the Peugeot with the dented doors. Now I'm chauffeured, only driving a golfing course. Sounds like a Guy Ritchie movie. They look <laughs> like, you know who they look like? Can you, because this. These two old dudes look like fucking Waldorf and Statler. They look like the Muppet dudes. Yeah, yeah, they do. I can see that. They look like like this could be the sons of fucking Randolph and Mortimer from Trading Places. Like I found the Trading Places part two should be they had two British sons that built an empire on UK drill mu- music and they're going to come back to fuck Eddie Murphy up for fucking selling high on what? On frozen orange juice and pork bellies. Featuring Norman Payne. Norman Payne. Who I guess does he have his own solo career too? Norman uh, he Payne. He switched providers. He took my man's cell phone. He switched the SIM cards and was like, fuck you, dog, and gave it back gave to me. He gave it back. I gave it back. Those dudes know don't even don't know shit about SIM cards. <laughs> They're calling tech support constantly. You know they are. They oh, the Nokia 8890 or whatever the fuck that that's the song phone bin Laden was using in the cave. Like that Nokia phone is the shit. They're all confused by technology. I was like, "Fuck your Motorola Star Trek. Can you shit fucking make phone calls in a cave in a cave in fucking Afghanistan, nigga? No They're fucking jitterbug phones. Jitterbug. He can he can work a bazooka. Yeah. <laughs> really, that guy knows how to work a bazooka. Norman Payne. <laughs> it's dope yeah. though, man. Random blood dripping down his bald head. For no, he doesn't have a cut. Phone, I don't call back. Come on, he got so many bitches, he don't call back. Basil is a pimp. I, he's a pimp, but not once this show is hosed. Because they at the home. And one of the rhyme, and yeah, one what of the, rhyme, mean, the nursing home? Yeah, the nursing home. What are you talking about? <laughs> the home? The home. That's what their shit. You remember group home? They used to be a rap group back in the day. Yeah. They got they had a couple. Well, they, they not produced, group home. They the elderly DJ home. Premier. The home. And it's just like an old folks home, 55 and over community. So this is their click. Other oh, click is at the home. Yes, yeah, at the home. They got their own click. Listen, bitch, we at the we at the home playing bocce, and your girl <laughs> slobbing my knobby. 
Oh my god. Uh, when I walk in the room, your girl gets wetter. Cause I bet you I can fuck her better. Better. <laughs> Cause they ring my phone. I don't call back. And speaking of ringing phones, let me see if I can pull up the fucking uh some feedback. Let's wrap this up. Uh Kareen, thank you for being the homie Kareen, the voice of Lady God over the uh Zoom chat today. Thank you for jumping in the chat. It was good to giggle. That's all I did was giggle. There you go. And then like remember, it's good to giggle. We get together. On these live shows when me and Andy do it, I start up at 8.30. We play music for 30 minutes. Everybody in the chat can tell you, Jane, Keith, Felt Five, the homie Raph, Kareem. We was playing uh, 80s, 90s R&B. What was the song that really blew up the uh, pre-chat, y'all? The Whispers, Rock Steady. Rock Steady. We really lost our shit to Rock Steady. Because first of all, like I said, man, the Whispers were like 50 years old when they made that song, right? Yeah, they were. They really were. They, they looked were like it. These, they sh- could have been called the. They all look like some like weird version of Carl Winslow. <laughs> yeah, but you can't old shame anybody after you, what you just put us through. They'll be ringing my phone. I don't call back. Come on, With your man. fucking future third base. Fucking Basil was like, she likes me. She wants me. She want to come over and bonk me. Come on, man. <laughs> Pull up to my house in a husband's car. <laughs> That song is the shit, man. I don't give a fuck what you say. So then we got some feedback for the last podcast. Man, I actually saved this shit. The Whispers um, were in there. The Whispers were born around 1943-ish. Jesus Christ. The two uh, twins were. So As, uh, maybe in, Rock in the mid-80s, was about they were in their mid-40s. They were, in their, they were in their early to mid-40s when that song came out. Right? No, no, I don't know, man. I think there that was like the It always looked old. They rock steady. They were bringing my phone. I don't call back. If the whispers come to town, I'm going, man. That's going to be a bomb ass show. Well, they probably they call it the whispers now because that's how high their voice goes. <laughs> no, they still sing like that. They still oh, sing. Rock, rock Steady came out in '87. They were like Steady. 44. What if they were the whispers and that's all they did was was whisper their song? Steady rock. Well, that's kind of what um Frankie Beverly he can't sing no more. Damn, isn't that man dead? And you did that to him? No, his voice is gone. Oh my God! Yeah, Dominic, come to the show and sing the songs for him. Dominic's old shaming people now. I'm not old shaming. Right people. after that, right after what we just watched, all you were that was a celebrating solid a solid ten minutes because they ring my phone. A dog, come on, give me. Your, I want to see Basil do the ringling. A jitterbug phone. Yeah, <laughs> bug. Anyways, man, the last part that we did, Night Dreams, thank you for the feedback and stuff that we had. Um, that was a pod that me and Andy just kind of got on and just started talking. Um, Hi, this uh, is Pete and Bess for Depends. You know, men our age have certain problems. My our age sometimes have to go to the party. The competitors' brands stay wetter. <laughs> <laughs> you, you ever been having a point out fog and poop yourself? <laughs> we this is terrible anyways we got some feedback man uh the homie james baltimore hit me up said hey man did night dreams uh feel therapeutic at times and he used the word john so i know that james baltimore is from the philadelphia area because we use the word john in the uh that's uh, an all-purpose word we're from the delaware valley john is no john yeah john is philly that's it Yo, that right, John. but it, it can mean anything. It can mean anything. Everything a is a John. Replacer. The girl can be a John. 
this hoagie is a John. My car is a John. Like, yeah, that's that's it. Yeah. So he said the tool set analogy was perfect. Uh, since you told all your business, I'm going to tell some of mine and hope it, that it helps someone for dads that don't apologize and not change. Don't tell your kids I'm sorry for how I did you and then keep right along in the same bullshit, man. And that's something that we talk about, like you were telling about. Like you, I think uh, one of the things you said that resonated with a lot of people was like when you was just talking about forfeit and access. Right. You know what I mean? Like uh, I'm big on that. If someone forfeits their access to you, that's that's on them. Exactly. And it, it, just because they're their parents, your parents, man, just because yeah. they do that, that, that doesn't mean that you can't they can't forfeit their access either, man. And uh, like he was telling me, man, he was saying here, man, uh, you know, what I mean, it's too late for me to, you know, what I mean, kind of have like a relationship with my dad that kind of grows together. And he was like and like kind of like I was saying, man, I'm trying to maintain and find every tool that I can better the lives of my wife and kids. But I will know under no circumstances subject my children to foolishness, man. If you're a person who doesn't want to change and help your family get better and learn to get better. Also, just stay out the damn de- damn way. And then <laughs> he did say some funny shit at the end. He was like, he called these Jerry Joan ass dads who be hyping folk up all summer and then eventually let you. T- <laughs> Don't have a Jerry Jones ass dad. Call him out. Be like, listen, nigga, you was terrible in free agency. I did not like your approach to the summer. You know what I mean? That could be the that could be Dan Snyder too, the offseason champion. Yeah, you're the offseason champion, dog. But when <laughs> I need you, when it truly matters, you be fucking up. You ain't been to none of my shit. I had a parent teacher conference. And it only always be a teacher conference because you don't never be coming. <laughs> Just an empty chair. <laughs> teacher checking their watch every five minutes. Like, uh, so what do you think they're going to get here? <laughs> In the rig of my phone. <laughs> By the end of it, you look like Norman Payne. <laughs> You've shaved your head. You got blood running down. it. I'm just going through some shit, teacher. I'm just going through some shit. Don't worry about me. Oh, It'll man. get better. It'll get better, man. It'll get better. Better. It'll get better. Oh, what else? Let me see. Someone else sent um, another email. I think Dominique, uh, she sent me an email. Hey, where's your parents? I'm not going to tattle. <laughs> I'm no snitch. I won't tattle. I won't tattle. <laughs> I don't have it on here. See, you're making me laugh, and now I can't fucking concentrate. Did you what say Dominique sent you an email or yes. a comment? Was it a uh, comment? I think, I think she sent me an email. I can't find it at the moment. I apologize. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm old Let's like go have some steaks. I love cat I love cat <laughs> Shut the fuck up. I can't concentrate now. But anyways, let's keep, keep it moving. Um, this kind of that pod kind of just like uh it really hit with a couple people. I had a couple people tell me, like, I just recently set some boundaries with my family. Um, somebody hit me up, homie, uh, Seabass hit me up and he was like, uh, yeah, he just recently got married and he had to set some boundaries with like his parents and stuff. And they kind of, um, you know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? They didn't take that well. And, and that's anybody that gets a little too comfortable and being in your life, you know what I mean? And when you start to finally set boundaries and shit, they take offense to it. You know what I mean? Because the only way they can operate is by being all crunched up in your shit. Right. Well, I've said this before. Um, everybody has one life. It's extremely unfair for your parents to expect you to live the life they want you to live when you don't want to live that life. 
because they already got to live their life. So why do you, why should you have to live for them? You know what I mean? It's unfair that they get to have their whole life and then they get to also tell you what to do with your life. You have only one. So do what you have to do with it. But all you have is one life. <laughs> all I got is one life. All I got is one life. If they're not compatible with it, they have to understand that, you know, you're doing what you want to do. Yeah. And like, you know what else falls for that? The Konami code. Sometimes your parents think they can up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right their ass all through your life. Yeah, and just exactly. keep, and, and now you got to be like, now nah, you got three men. And if you fuck these up, you're going to have to ask me to borrow a man to continue. Yeah, sometimes they want to go the Ikari Warriors code, ABBA. So I can't do it. Can't that was an easy it. one. ABBA. You accidentally get that one. Really? I never played Ikari Warriors. I think I played it in the arcade. It was great in the arcade. The Nintendo version was fine. But like if someone like sometimes like someone would die, the other person would just be fucking around on their controller. Just like just out of boredom. And then a new man would appear. <laughs> A okay, new like, man appeared. How'd that happen? And then you player find out kind of one later, has entered. ABBA was their code for unlimited lives, and then you would just you would show back up on screen. And then, like I said, sometimes you got to cut the code. Be like, no code in this shit, dog. You can't respawn. You got to be a code cutter. Got code cutter. Cutter. And that's it, man. This was a fun pod. Um, there was a lot of shit going on. I just wanted to have fun, and so did Andy. So did everybody in the chat. Um, Rafael said, I had to set boundaries, too, with a whole section of my family. I've never felt better. Hey, man, sometimes you got to do it, man. Sometimes you got to do it. Like and because like and we're in a world, too, where it's hard to make friends and it's hard to like, you know, I mean, connect with new people as you get older. You know, what I mean, family tends to have an even more importance to you. You know what I mean? As you get older. But then they also then there's the tendency to overstep boundaries because they're so plugged in like. I've never been a super plugged in, wanted someone in my shit 24-7. So I, you know what I mean? To get my life together, I just kind of be like, nah. You know what I'm saying? And they might come around later. Yes. Don't yeah. never like, don't slam a door in a motherfucker's face. Just closely, just just nicely close it and just be like, listen, man. Just like look through at the crack and be like, I can't do it. Not today. Yep. And then just kind of move on your way. And move on your way like we did. That was episode 36. This is episode 37. Uh, we may do one more pod, me and Andy, but it won't be live. We'll come back in two weeks with another live pod. I keep telling you, um, this is what I'm going to give to y'all because I keep kind of seeing the same email come with a couple people. I know Tuesdays is weird. Andy needs a break. You know what I mean? Because he's fucking producer extraordinaire for of tons of shit. And well, we're on six hours on Saturday. And and the reason we stopped doing Thursday is because sometimes we do it Thursday. We talk all current events. And then like a day and a half later, we're doing three guys on. I'm like, I don't have shit to talk about anymore yeah. because we covered it a day and a half ago. Yep. So I said, let's do Tuesday. So it's a few days of the week to build up new topics to talk about for three guys on. Um, so Tuesdays is the normal time for the chat. Now yeah. we may, maybe we'll do like one special kind of chat like once a month maybe on a time that's like a little bit but we got to work it so uh i know like y'all like oh tuesdays is weird and listen this is what we got to do and this is how it's gonna be yeah plus it'll go up later you yeah know, I'm, you know. I'm gonna probably put this up wednesday or anyway if you forfeit your access to the tuesday chat that's your it's on you guys yeah if you forfeit your access to the chat like i can't if you forfeit your access <laughs> you want to do battle you want to do battle me. right now <laughs> Huh? You won't bottle me. 
God damn it. That's, I go, I'm going to listen to more P and Bass. And you go listen to more P and Bass. And go listen to more of our pod, man. Keep fooling out. Let's get a hand one mixtape into the 500 Club. I appreciate y'all getting us into the 400 Club with the last couple of episodes. We seeing 15,000. We getting close to episode 50. We got some dope things coming along. Pay attention to the chat. Tell your homies, get in the chat. Bring your music next time. Next time, I'll turn it over to you. If you guys, let's we'll start up a Spotify playlist. Um, I'll put out the link and we'll just start adding songs. Um, I think we're going to do, let's do 90s hip hop next time we come into the chat. I think that's what we're going to do. The I whole alone in my, certain. I think, the, I think we got, I don't know. We got to do it. I sit alone in my four corner room staring at Camden. I used to say that all staring the time. Staring at Camden. Too. Yeah. I know okay, he says I candles, but I made my own, my own rhymes. Yeah. See, I'm, I'm big right now. I'm digging up uh, old songs that all these songs sampled. I'm that's my kick right now. Like what? Like that song, for example, is Isaac Hayes called "Hung Up on My Baby." Ooh, oh Listen shit! To it. It's an instrumental. So next Listen episode, we probably dig into some shit, have fun in the chat. Make sure you come. You know on. what I've been listening to? I've what? been listening to a lot of instrumental funk slash jazz or fusion stuff from the early to mid 70s right around my for some reason just i'm drawn to like the year of my birth 1974 Damn you! but there's a lot of music from that era instrumental stuff like herbie hancock blackbirds soul searchers hancock was kicking it uh cool in the gang early stuff a lot of that stuff has been sampled and like you don't know it you don't realize it but there was like a whole thing back then of like it's bands who were putting out instrumental you know stuff with break beats in the middle and you hear where these, all these fucking all the came. breaks. Give it up, give it up, give it up. Or you can just go to whosample.com and find out where the samples came from. But um, or if you want to send us an email to find out what the fuck we're talking about or what we could talk about music-wise, just give me a ringling at Mr. Dom Rivera at gmail.com. Wait send, for the beep. Send a self-addressed stamped envelope <laughs> to one nine hundred ringling. Anyways. I'm Dominic Rivera. That's Andy Klein. This is the Mind of Dom. Peace.